dedicated to the Chicago Bulls and NBA talk. I am Big Dave. I'm C-Dub. How are you, sir? Doing good, man. Everything's good? good? Everything's good. We were off, uh, off air before we came on. We were discussing uh, haircuts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I, I had a question for you. Because okay. cause me, and I, cause me, I'm not a person who had uh, multiple styles. As you know, Chris, when I find something I like, that's it. I don't I don't stray. So, you know, a high top, I had a kid, a fade, um, a afro, and braids, and then, you know, my beautiful, luxurious hair that you see before you now. So, <laughs> but you, you have a, a different kind of hairstyle, like every single time. Like I've seen you with probably like six hairstyles in a year. Really? Yeah. Like you'll have a fro and then it'll be a lower fro. <laughs> and then it will be a fade. And then it will grow back out to a mini tapered <laughs> fade. Like it's it's never the same. You know what I'm saying? So how do what do you go in and ask for? I'm 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 curious. Like, what do you go in and say to your barber? Like, how do you want it? Because I don't have to say anything. They just see my hair, they like, oh, he want to fade. Like, oh, he just want the lining. You know what I mean? Well, <clears throat> I think the I think. Well, for the last like uh, I think three years, it's been really low, low cut. Okay. So, but you're right though. Before then, I would go back and forth between the sort of like the mid tier kind of pump. What uh, mid pump? Is that what you said? Yeah, mid. You know, a mid tier pump. Yeah. Okay. That's that, that's what uh D and I called it. You know, pump. Okay. Okay. Pump. But it's not a fro. It's like in between a fro. Oh, did yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. Then, then I used to get um. You know, back in the day, of course, I had like the, the box cut, whatever, high top, whatever. Sure. To everybody had that, but um, yeah, they used to do a part for for years. I had a part in high school, did I? When I yeah, I think it's had a part in high school. Okay, my left, my, uh, my left side. And since I went to my right side, and I was like, no, looks better on my left. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> then for a while, I did rock the the fro for a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like uh, right when I graduated high school. Then going to then college, I think I went short. Huh. College was probably when I went back and forth between a short, you know, that's a clean fade, a low cut with the ball fade and a fro. I went back and forth with that. But for the last couple of years, it's been like a really just low, just cut real low. Hmm. You know, number one, right now, I haven't had my cut, my hair cut in like over a year. Yeah. When the pandemic started, I stopped getting my hair cut. So right now it's a, it's a messy looking fro and I have way more grays. Than before, so and it shows a lot more. Well, were they coloring your grades before? What, what you say? No, nah, no, nah, I don't know. I just got a lot of grades the last couple of years. Just well, yeah, I think up. a lot. I think more people have a lot of couple of grades, especially <laughs> after last year. So yeah, I, so, I don't think you're alone. Yeah, so when I get so yeah, I've, I've had my little niece. No, she's like 20 years old. By the way, she's uh, she's pregnant. Yeah, was, you told me. Shout out. Okay, yes, yeah. Oh, finally, this day she's having a girl. Oh, okay. All right, good. Good. <laughs> so now you're gonna have a niece around you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah, we, babies are so cute. Baby, all right, so. <laughs> and then they grow up, yes. <laughs> oh, this baby is going to be so spoiled. It's ridiculous, Dave. Yeah, uh, I, I believe you. Yeah, that's my haircut. More important things. So, 
so anyway, she was telling my niece was telling me, you know, she was like, I want my uncle to have like all this gray hair. Why don't you get a sharpie marker and color it? <laughs> or or like, or like you know, get some hair dye. I, I just refuse to have hair dye. I just like to just be me and that yeah. like yeah. it's like it's gray as gray. Like yeah. Steve Martin, you know, Steve Martin is like I'm a white hair. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Just roll yeah. with it. Yeah. But uh if it's kind of low though, you can't really see the grays. Right. Which is probably why I've been having low last last year or two, because yeah. you can't really see my grays. So uh, I lost my hairline. It's like okay, I'm cool yeah. with the look. <laughs> I think it's not too bad. I've always had natural like back hairline. It's naturally like kind of back in my head. But I still, I still think it's kind of cool enough to where I get it cut low. It doesn't look too bad. So. Yeah, it sounds like a TED talk on like you told me like three or four different styles <laughs> in like three minutes. What? That's impressive. What? Like it's, natural what? line inside and then tapered like this on the side. Like y'all have to go in sections how he's cutting your hair. Like he well, this well, way and this way. I, I guess when you I guess when you decide to grow your hair out, right, you just stuck with that style in the way, right? Because like, yeah, how long I'll just line up. Uh I I haven't had a haircut since college. So the college was the last time I had a haircut. So probably over 20 years, maybe. Wow. I haven't cut my hair. Like I'm talking about like a low cut. Yeah. I'm talking about like a fade. Like I ain't had a fade. Yeah. Since I was like, now I ain't had a fade. I was like maybe 19, 20 years old. Yeah. So you just go in and get your beard trim and get my hair. Yeah. And I come out looking wonderful. Right. And it's cool. I love, that's why the barbershop easy for me, though. I just walk in. (laughs) Cool. What's up? Quick 25, 30 minutes. And it can be quicker than that if we want to conversate. You know what I'm saying? But. Quick 25 30, and I'm like, all right, peace. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, my man, get out of here. Y'all be in there having <laughs> surgery. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, I'm just thinking now, nowadays it's going in. I finally found a barber last like two years that's real cool. I, he's an older dude. He doesn't, you know, go off and run over and eat hot wings. And then, like, <laughs> he, he would go out and maybe have a smoke or two, but now he doesn't, it's not egregious. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear, he knows, I hear. So, you know, so, so he's like, you know, what do you want? Like, these are just cut low, you know. And just cut it low. He see he understands that old man lady. Just cut it low. Got you there, young fella. Got you there, young fella. Let me just get that low. Clip on it with that clip on it. Right. You know what I mean? He ain't even really looking. He's just talking. Nope. And, and doing it like, y'all see that game the other day? <laughs> like just going over your hair. Yeah, man. I've been there. Does he does he tag you a little bit in the back? Like zer? Like he hit you in that? No, no, I had barbers, man. Oh, we had a discussion before <laughs> this is off here. We, we had, yeah, if I had barbers that I had barber that used to always cut me. We you know do the final line in the back. Me, Mick. Yeah. No matter what, yeah. No matter what, I always got scars. They have scars. Yeah. They look like war wounds. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm like, oh, please don't put the alcohol on. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you just take your time? And That's nice. What you gotta cut me? Yeah. Then I have dudes, you know, um, who do a good job, you know, not cutting me. Yeah. Um, before, but uh, this barber is is a, uh, yeah, he's a uh, older dude, and he's a. Uh, I'm 40, like older dude. I'm old now. Right. <laughs> he's uh, he's good though. He's pretty good though. Okay. So yeah, like that's why. See, I say all this because that's why when I saw the episode of Atlanta, like I was imploring oh, you yeah. to watch that. Oh yeah, everyone should kind of see this. that. Like, yeah, because yeah, I, you was like, yeah, that's it. It was like that's it. Everybody knew it. Everybody oh, yeah. knew what that felt like. You know what I'm saying? Every black person, I should say, knew exactly what that felt like right there. Like just <laughs> knew it, dog. Knew it. Like everybody has a story like that about their barber, a, a horror story about their barber and stuff like that, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I hate finding barbers. Shout out to my barber because you know I, I appreciate him. You know I like professionalism, and just if, tell me this is the time and that's the time. You know what I mean? Like do it. We ain't got to stop in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Do nothing. So 
Oh yeah, yeah. I had had a barber. Yeah, before I had a barber that would just you know walk out. Shout out to Cornberry on the same night years ago. Anybody know him? Just to walk out, you know, calls his wife. Oh, I gotta run, get some food, get some hot wings or whatever. Why are you sitting in the chair? In the chair, you know. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm like, oh, you know, or or it's your turn. You sit in the chair. The dude comes back in with the lunch for the for everybody. It's like, why you gotta be the lunch in? Times my haircut. Oh, hold on, man. He got the chicken wings. Let me. Right, uh, right, right. Hey, man, you left me. my sandwich, though. Oh, man. Hey, uh, I'll be right back. Right. Lunch <laughs> like, time is always when it's my haircut time, basically. And it's like cut halfway. Like, you already <laughs> cut half your my, my haircut time is your lunch time. So. so you can't move because he done already cut. Right. So you just share, like, I got to watch these dudes eat some delicious yeah. food. Yeah. You and know what's the worst? That's the worst. Like, when, <laughs> when you're like two, when there's two people in front of you. So you wait, go and wait about an hour, hour and a half oh. or something. And then when they finally get to you, he be like, hey, man, let me just eat something real quick. And then I'll go ahead and cut you up. you like, God, <laughs> And what can you say? You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or like some people don't follow the rules, right? The, the barbershop etiquette. You sit there for two hours. And then some dude come in. Or he was here uh, half right. an hour ago. I'm like, but I'm sitting here. I didn't leave and go home and take a nap. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like, but I've had the opposite barber. My, my brother had a friend who cut hair like literally down the street. On the same night, he was the opposite. He had a book, man. Hey, he would say, "If you're not in this book, you ain't getting your haircut." I mean, he was like, "Be there at seven thirty. Be there at eight. If you ain't there at eight, and you're not in this book. You ain't no walk-ins, bro." With him, he was like, "Yo, he was always he was always booked. It was hard to get a haircut with him." So, yeah, and I had to Yeah, so. professionalism is, is is always good. Yeah, it's always good, but it sucks it's when supposed- you have to go through that and your barber's just okay. <laughs> you keep going. Oh, yeah. well, that's what I said. The dude, the dude that did the Halloween, he cut, he was good. Yeah, exactly. I would have been back if you know he wasn't good. But yeah. You remember he used to copy me, man. When I come my haircut on uh come back to school in high school on the bus. Like, oh dumb get his hair. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how I like I was doing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that sound like me. <laughs> like, yo, yo, my man, dude, what up? <laughs> Got the fade. <laughs> I'm like, hey. I'm like, and I'll be like. They, they, the cool guy approves of it. I guess it was worse. I thought I was about to shake a chicken wings. It was worth it. Just for the high school and get compliments on your haircut. Yep. Literally the same human being now. <laughs> I am literally the same person. I have not changed since I was a baby. That's how you fro, though. You're Just the fro. Right. The only thing that's changed is the hair. That's it. You know, bird was sticking up. Now it's laying down. <laughs> so it's just all that. Yeah. But all right, man. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening to our uh, discussion on, on uh, barbers and haircuts and my awesomeness. We appreciate it. And Dub's awesomeness. <laughs> uh, so, yes, let's talk about the Bulls. Let's get into it. Um, they are not looking well. <laughs> <laughs> they are not looking good. Five they losses in a row. Yeah, the Bulls, <laughs> the Bulls have COVID. Yes. Literally, they do because Zach Levine is in health and safety protocol because of uh, COVID issues. Uh, Thomas Sadoransky. Uh, having back issues and an Ill- illness that is not COVID related, so he is also out. He looks um, sickly anyway, though. Hey, his game is too. Uh, the Bulls, yeah, just fifth loss in a row uh, to the Memphis Grizzlies. They, the Memphis Grizzlies, haven't swept the Bulls since 2013, if I'm correct. Yeah, um, it's been a while. Uh, so it's been tough, uh, even after all these trades happen, and you just remember how excited I was. And how gung-ho I was mm. and how just joyous I was. Me too. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And you too. Yes, yes. But, man, yeah. But now it ain't it ain't looking that way or feeling that way. So with what you've seen, Dub, you know, knowing how joyous we were on the trades and all that, are we, are we, did we overstate things? 
Or you feel like we overstated it, uh, saying, you know, the Bulls, this is it, this is good. Or are we just going through a funk and we just will pull it out? What do you feel? I don't. I think we overstated in terms of the fact that the trade would have on this year. Okay. With this team. Uh, you know, it's a weird year. But I think generally you should be better when you have two all-stars on the team. Um. You know, it's it's I'm gonna say it's, well, it's kind of rare that you aren't improved. You're not a better team. We require two all stars, but um, very rare, yeah. But um, I think we probably overstated the impact of um, the trade mm-hmm. uh, this year on this team. Big, okay. Um, long term, you know, we had discussion on the podcast with other people, and it's always like, you know, you know, it's worth it. Going to free agency, draft. I'm like, you know, I'm tired of waiting. So it's, we had, so if you want to, you know, win, you know, uh now so to speak you know you get you had to make that trade right yeah. so you made it and you made it knowing that next year this team again is not going to be the same team next year right so, so you so you're playing the long game short the short the long game shortened versus the long versus going the, the really long way with the draft picks and, and begging for a free agent to come to chicago mm-hmm. so i i didn't mind that route um so i didn't mind you know maybe not you know uh winning maybe not winning a lot of games this year but next year and the year following, you know, sort of expediting the process of becoming a good playoff team. Hmm. Uh, so, so I was willing to do that. I would, I, I, in that process this year, I hope that we play better this year, that I, I could enjoy basketball a little more this year. Yeah. You know, going into next year. Um, but that, that has not been the case. And I still think they could, I don't think this team is going to, I think the team, <laughs> this team has to win at some point. At some point they have to hit a groove. Yeah. Was it tw- what, 20 games? I mean, the game for like 20, 21. Yeah, 19, 18, something like 19, that. 19, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, so, like, you don't have a lot of time to do that, though. Right. Right. Correct. So, but at some point, they have to hit a streak. Even bad teams, which we, I guess we kind of are, you know, go on a winning streak. At some point, we have to hit a groove where we're playing well that would look like a, a team that, a decent team. Right now, we're not even looking decent. Mm. And, um, <laughs> and it's funny because, like, I remember we had Billy Donovan, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying all this is Billy Donovan. Obviously, at sure, some point, sure. you have all these coaches. At some point, it's just the product you have on, on the court. But I remember I wasn't a big fan of Billy and OKC. But then, yeah, we had, he wasn't talk. the first choice. Yes, right. And you kept talking, and it's like you go to playoffs every year. I'm like, and I start rethinking. Like, yeah. like I watched the things, watch him play, I watched him coach. I wasn't like a huge like. I was like, he's okay. And then the record in the West. I'm like. You're right. So I became like I'm, I'm an idiot. So I, this guy got obviously coach. I'm just you know whatever. Yeah. I you yeah. know they haven't watched him that closely probably. And um, but he's frustrating me a little bit with um, all these lineup changes and mm. people he's playing and um, and not giving I guess players an opportunity to like earn their spot so to speak um, or help them define a role. But um, this team has a lot of issues. You know shooting. You know. Um, you guys got to start up 19 years old, take five shots. That's bad. You know, like that hurts you. Like, I don't you guys have a conversation on that cast. And it's not a huge thing, but what, what, this offhand comments was like, it doesn't hurt you to have, you know, that in the starting lineup. I'm like, yeah, it does. When you starter in our starting lineup, shoot five shots. That hurts you. That's his fault. Like, he can't be in the starting lineup in NBA. You're a grown, you know, professional basketball player. You're st- starting in NBA. Archie Diagono would love to start and shoot five shots a game. Yeah. He's, not, he's on the bench. You are. Yeah, Peter uh, up, and that hurts you when you start a lineup. You start a guy to start up, shakes five shots, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like no one can shoot in the start lineup. 
Mm. So you got a guy with a great post-up game. You can't utilize and double to the post consistently because guys around you can't shoot and can't dribble and get to the basket. Mm. So Vooch gets crowded in paint and you have to run all these pick and rolls with other people and get other people's shots, three-point shots. And it's not a good it's not a, a, a way around the team. This team, I think, is these better shooting, needs a lot of better stuff. It needs, it needs a lot of stuff. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I, I did think I still I still I don't know, man. I still think the Blake Learn whole throughout the whole year, Dave, you know what I'm talking about is the point guard. Yeah, There's that's the whole some kind of stupid ship. Somebody just steers something on the court on a regular basis, some kind of foundation of like like you guys are trying to do this to alleviate some of the pressure of trying to make plays. You know, get people set in the offense, having a rhythm, knowing when to, you know, run a plus play, run a pick and roll. There's this, this, this a, someone to steer the ship. You don't have to be, you don't have to be an all star or a Hall of Famer, a competent NBA point guard. We don't have that, and that is severely lacking. And I like the point you made. If LeBron James needs a point guard, <laughs> the plus can use. If, 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 if point guard's not good enough, for, you know. Good enough, for, good enough for LeBron James. Yeah, let me let me stop for a second because I, I want to unpack. You said you 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 packed a lot in there. Yeah, I, wanna, I did. <laughs> I want to unpack some of it and 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 kind of detail it a little bit. First, first thing first, I don't think it was overstated. <laughs> like I disagree with you on that. I don't think it was overstated. Mm-hmm. Oh, what we saw because we were the statements we made are based off of straight up logic. When you get two all stars on your team, oh yeah, and you're tipsy, you're like you're going to be a better basketball team. When you fill a void that your team was lacking, which was help in the post in size and giving you a, a straight up dude that can get you 20 and 10 and five. Like for me, yes, you and, and can shoot 40 percent from three. Yes. Like, I'll combine that with Zach Levine, who's having all star season. Uh huh. These are good things that that elevates you, especially in the East. That's the second reason for our logic was it was the East. And like looking at the Eastern Conference and how they are, we're like, yeah. They can win games with this. Like, you got these guys. You can move up. You can elevate. You got the coach you have. Yeah, you can be better. Like, that's it, – it wasn't from a place – I always tell people our optimism is not from – our optimism is from a place of logic. You know, it's not just from a place of hope. It's from a place of fact. And, like, we see it, and it's it's uh, tangible, and we can touch it. So that's where the optimism comes from. That's where this optimism came from. Now – I will say where I overstated it was, was when I was drinking the Kool-Aid hard when I went on open gym because I was into it, baby. When I was like, yo, Bulls making a 16, baby. That's what's going to happen. Yes. That's what that's the only overstated thing I thought I saw. And even when I said on Twitter, the Bulls look like a real basketball team. I was right. <laughs> like, 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 that's not wrong. Like, they look like a for real basketball team. And I think I took it out there half of um, the Hawks game, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, up until that point, you remember those games they played out West when they mm-hmm. played the Suns, you know, when they played the Jazz. They look like a legitimate basketball team. They, they look real. And when they played the Nets and then they played the Rockets, then they played the Pacers. Yeah, all those games, they look good. And they won a few of them, especially the teams we thought that they would be. And one that we didn't, which was the Nets. But they look like a good basketball team. And I was like, yeah, this is like a real deal, straight up basketball team. And I don't know what happened after that point. Uh it's like everybody just kind of forgot how to do things and people stopped scoring and you teams realize that, you know, you don't have like a facility, a true facilitating point guard. And I mean that like somebody with true vision who can see three, four plays ahead. 
and you don't have the talent even to go with that, you know, the deeper talent to even go with that. So yeah, that I don't think it was overstated. I think it was correctly stated for that optimism to think that the Bulls would be better. Absolutely. You you don't you don't make that trade and think they're gonna be worse. You know what I'm saying? I do think they're better though. Uh I think this team no, just, well, right now I'm saying because the record and how yeah. they're playing, they don't oh, no, I agree. No, right. I, I didn't disagree with you. I'm just saying in general, like um you are better when you have two outside your team. And I think this team, you know, if this is a regular season and not a COVID weird season kind of thing going on, this team would, would regular on a regular basis would destroy worse teams. You know, yeah. like the yeah. team wouldn't beat bad teams. That's You're not you losing to the Timberwolves. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. right. This team on a regular basis will will win out against you. They'll, they'll win more, more of the games they're supposed to win mm-hmm. than lose to the games. True. So, so they're – that's why I believe. So they're, they're, um, yeah. So I have no. Is it, it just when they go out there, they had no identity. Um, you saw a little bit of it when it was around West. It was, of course, Zach and Lineup improved that tremendously. Sure. When you around pick and roll with Vooch and Posto Vooch mm-hmm. and things that nature, and guys are moving up the ball, trying to cut and whatnot. Um, yes, that's an identity. Yes, correct. That, that's an identity. And what's what's missing? The biggest thing that hasn't happened is that Thad hasn't been scoring. He hasn't been impacted. Ooh. And mm. and so but Thad falls off. That's that, that's why this is why most Bulls fans early in the season like that a lot. But you can't if that's your second best player, a or your third best player in your team, and you need him to score to win a game. That's a problem. It's a problem. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because obviously, when he falls off, the team has they they don't know how to score consistently. They don't know how to make plays consistently. He's called Badger Johnson. He was a point guard out there. He was right. a better point guard than, you know, than White. He's better point guard than Sadomaski. He was doing, you know, he was, yeah, that's why he looked good. But he he's tailed off, mm. you know. Mm. And you fought him flat. The Bulls have fought him flat. Fought him flat. And yeah. they have not well, That's not a question because his scoring is missed. His playmaking is missed. Who takes it in that spot? It's not Sadomaski. Hasn't been Kobe White. And the show the hell ain't marketing. And no, we're we'll getting to him for sure. It ain't P Dub who doesn't want to, you know, yeah, who's just happy to be, you know, happy to be at the party. Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah. This, I'm just want to you know, eat, eat some cake and sit in the corner yeah. and chill. All right. Uh, let me let me uh deal with the second thing you said, which was Billy Donovan. Uh I, I think your point is valid on that. Uh, as far as his criticism of his lineups and what he wanted. Because yeah, I remember you remember when he first came, he wasn't uh the first choice for us that mm-hmm. we wanted we didn't he was not like our first choice we wanted billy right. donovan but we were also like well looking at the team and knowing his record and knowing he goes to the playoffs and the trust i'm just gonna go ahead and put in ak and mark eversley yeah this is logical i still feel the same way I, it's the right choice like it, it's hard to pass on on billy donovan dude like yeah you don't just say no to that you go get him he's the, he he's was the best guy. Yeah, he's right. not a bad NBA coach at all. His formula has proven that it works. Our issues with him had, that, like as Chris mentioned, had to do with his rotations because we we hated his rotations. <laughs> he was at OKC, we couldn't stand him. But they were always dealing like in the playoffs. He never made adjustments in in those mm-hmm. things in the playoffs. And my thing was like that's down the line. You know, I can be mad at that later down the line. Let's deal with you know learning how to walk. Let's start there before we talk about actually running. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, he, he'll be good for that. I still believe it. I still think he's good for that. Um, I'm not absolving him at all. What I'm giving him is a little rope in his first season. Now, 
when you do something wrong, you know, you're critical of it. I hate when he calls timeouts when they get the rebound, they're about to start the break. I hate yeah. it. I can't stand it. I don't know why he does that. Um, it drives me crazy. Oh, uh, his rotations also didn't make sense. I, he hasn't figured out how to harness uh, Denzel Valentine yet. Harness Denzel yeah. Valentine. You, know, you have to harness that power like because it can only be used in spurts. It can't be used over a long period. It's like you can get, he'll come in, he'll hit back-to-back threes, and you have to just feel it at that point. Like, that's it. You know what? Thank you. You got me? Yeah, yep, good, good. Because if you don't, you know, his confidence is out of control. And then you'll see what you see when he starts turning the ball over and looking silly and stuff like that. So, yeah, you just have to – he has to learn how to harness Denzel Valentine, which isn't easy to figure out. Or or we could just get him off our team. You know, <laughs> one of those things can happen too. Or we could just say goodbye to him. That, that can happen also. So, yeah, watching him figure that out, giving him time, not playing Troy Brown Jr. sooner I didn't like. Um, I wanted to see Devin Dotson in there just because he's a point guard. And we need one. So I just wanted to see all options available uh, to us. I, I think I just want to see it. Like, I don't know if he can do it or not. I just kind of want to see it. I know what Archie can do. I get that. But he it's not it's not going to do to winning basketball, giving Archie all those minutes. I don't know or claim that I believe that it would be Devin Dotson either. I don't know. But what I'm saying is I just want to see it. The same way we're talking about Gafford, we just want to see it. We just want to see what it looks like. So. I just want to see what it looks like. I want to see Al Farouk Aminu, you know, let me see what it looks like. I want to see Javante Green. Let me see what it looks like, you know. Yeah. Let me just yeah. see, though. Like, let, yeah, me I just, got you. let me just see. I know what I know what Felicio looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't play him ever. Like, yeah. I get it. I know what he looks like. I have no idea what those other players look like. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I wonder if it's if it's a lot, the trust in Dotson. Like, like he has, they don't, I, I don't know when they practice, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I imagine they don't have a lot of practice time where he True. can be like, oh, you know what? Dotson could fit in. Yeah. I think he just doesn't know, and he's scared to put him in and like, and over guys who've been on the team for years and who you maybe trust a little more. Yeah. But at this point, you know, he is a point guard. You know, uh, yeah. Why not? Like, why yeah. is that? Is he that bad? He yeah. can't be that bad, right? You know, he can't be right. He's gonna take more than five shots a game. You know, um, you know, he's better than Arch. He should be better than Arch. Should. Um, he should be a guy that you can just play. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that he'd get hot at some point. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, I don't, yeah, unless he's just horrible and, you know, this little time uh, Donovan yeah. has had to see him, he's been so bad that I, right. I can't believe that. Right. And I like, with Short Brown, like at some point you got to be like, all right, no matter what I do, we aren't going to be this great offensive team, right? Some, you know, he's he's doing all this because he's like, man, I need to score some points. So, like, at some point you got to be like, all right, we're not going to score. We, at some, we, no matter what I do, we're not going to be this world beater on the offensive, on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. So I just need to get a lineup and, and just play people I trust, you know, and stick with it. You know, yeah. play Shaw Brown more. He plays defense. He could score a little bit. He play, maybe if you play more minutes, he'd be like, oh, I, do, I could get a rhythm. I can get hot for a couple of games to score points, right? Right, right. Right, so I think he just needs to get his team in the rhythm and just deal with it because no matter what he does, Lord Marker is not going to score 30 points. You know, that's not going to happen. Peter is not going to shoot 20 shots no matter what he does. The only constants you have is Vooch and Levine. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's play guys, get guys comfortable. Because guys, now these role players, a lot of role players we have for the team, they don't know when they're going to get their shots or when they're going to play. And I, think yeah. that's, I think as role players, they need more stability 
they need to know when they come up the bench and what to do on the court. And right now, Billy, and I, I appreciate the shuffling the lineups. I appreciate the variety. At some point, you got to be like, all right, this is enough of that. It's not working. I just need to find a rotation that I just I just like. I'm sticking right. with these guys. And this is, this is who we are this year. And just roll with it. Yeah. Um. So uh, the third thing you talked about was uh, Patrick Williams uh, and what he's doing. And you're right. Like, I think Matt also – too has been wondering what the hell is Patrick Williams and what is he doing and even though he's a rookie and I you know tend to give rookies a little more leeway especially when I see talent like I tend to give them a little more leeway Mm -hmm. and you know to work things out but you're absolutely right Chris Uh, rookie or not you're a starter and you know this team is lacking both scoring and defense you know that's where the Bulls are lacking you can do both um I I don't like I I like potential but I don't like it because when you show me you can do something and then I don't see it again then I'm extra angry with you because I'm like no you already shown me you can be this kind of dope you already shown me you can be this kind of great and Patrick Williams has shown us that like you you remember raving about, you know, his workout when we saw with Spencer Dinwiddie and Trey Young, when he was running that open gym with those guys and how just confident and great he looked. And we were like, yeah, that dude, you know, let's see more of that. And then you would see spurts of it. And then for some reason, you know, he would just not do it anymore, you know, and that's when it gets frustrating because you saw the potential for it. And then he would disappear. You're right. You can't be in the starting lineup and only taking five shots. Um, you can't have games where you go scoreless, uh, where, where I forget that you're on the floor, or as we call it, the, the Tony Snell disease. Like you're just out there <laughs> running around. Like you can't just do that, you know. And shout out to Tony Snell. That's our guy. Poor Tony Snell, my man. Oh, poor Tony Snell. Congratulations, brother, on your career <laughs> and making that money, brother. I'm, I'm, boy, it's not too many more players I'm happy for than, than Tony Snell for real. Um, but yeah, you can't just be out there running around and just going through the motions when you know your team needs you. And I hate the term team guy, because if you're a team guy, that means you know what the team needs. And if you can do what the team needs, but you're not doing it, that doesn't make you a team guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a team guy. If the team needs you to shoot 10 shots, then you shoot 10 shots. That's a team guy. If the team needs you to get 10 rebounds, then you go try to get those rebounds. That's what you do. But I don't want to hear team guys as a way to absolve you from being passive you know, as a way of you just, you know, not wanting to take the shot, saying you want everybody involved and stuff like that. That's not a team guy. Team guys do what the team needs. Archie Diacono is a team guy. If you send Archie out there, he's going to, and you're like, man, he needs scoring. He's, he will literally try to shoot six three-pointers yes. and try to win the game for you. He will try. He will try to defend the best player on your team, no matter how tall or short they are. He'll try. Now, he doesn't have the talent to do that, but that's a team guy. That's a dude trying to do exactly what you need to win. He will guard so, Giannis. <laughs> yeah, he will guard Giannis, for goodness sakes. Like, he'll do it because he's like, okay, that's that's a team guy. That's a team guy. So I need Patrick Williams to just incorporate that and just be aggressive and believe in himself some more, man, because we see the talent. Like, you see the skill. You know what it is. And I just don't want him to get frustrated or or uh, uh, just just don't care, you know, while he's out there. Cause it just feels like that sometimes. Like he's in the game, then he's not in the game mentally. And yeah, so it feels like maybe he's, maybe he is going through rookie stuff, you know, doing with this because you know, at a certain point it becomes a job when you're like, oh man, we got more games left. Like usually, you know, <laughs> season's over, you know, after March Madness, season's over. Like, nah, bro, you got like like 30, 40 more games to go. You know what I'm saying? And 
<laughs> and and I don't want to take away how tough this month is, this month of April, because the Bulls have not are not going to have two two days off. Uh, they're always going to just have one game off and then a game, and then one game off and then a back to back. I think they got three back to backs uh, this month. So because remember they're making up for all the games that got canceled, you know, mm-hmm. early on in the season. So yeah, all that said, and I get all of that. I promise you, I do. But you can't just disappear on cats like when they need you. Yeah, I got here is uh so so he he's played thirty minutes against Memphis, twenty eight minutes against Orlando, mm-hmm. uh, twenty seven minutes against Memphis, twenty six minutes against Minnesota, and twenty six minutes against Atlanta. Six points, nine points, two zero four oh. attempts. It's most attempts he had was eight. That was last game against Memphis, eight, four, three, three, and four. That that doesn't sound right. No, it does not. And, right. I, and what I mean by hurting is that we've all played sports, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we gotta say Archie's a great player. Archie would go 0 for five for threes. Sure. Right. He knows he has to shoot. Coach got me in the game. If I'm in the game, coach is like he's desperate. He needs right. me to do something, right? So he's going, I'm gonna do what I try to do. Right. There's a way to play to win, right? And 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 like I don't care how good or bad you are. I, I should see you these sh- these try to like I want to win the game. Not not like treat it as like a job. Right. I play and I pass the ball around. No, this is a basketball game. I am trying to win. I may suck at it. I may give my shot block four right. times. Right. But I'm trying to win. Like Patrick Williams, you could tell he's not as experienced as far as playing five on five NBA style because like one on one, I'm sure he get shut off a lot. Mm-hmm. But like even even the game against um, Memphis where he to do one on one and got a stuck beat to the ground. Mm-hmm. I think when it happens to him, he goes back. Whoa! I should shoot the ball. I shouldn't do that because I got my shot blocked. Right. They, they they got they got me paired a little bit. And then he just like I'm not good enough. I'm like you have to look past that. You are. You, you have to do that shot four more times. You know what I'm saying? Get get that get out the system. Learn what you can and can't do. Yeah. And and you won't get that shot blocked all the time. You had to take more than five. You're in the starting lineup, so it's okay. Because I rather I rather we all played sports with people who are bad at shooting bad at shooting threes but they're shooting three because they want to win the game mm-hmm. like, i need you to out there to miss those threes and be like i'm trying to win the game i don't know what y'all doing i'm going to the line i'm getting my shot blocked i'm shooting eight free throws throwing it up behind my back because mm-hmm. i want to win this game i don't see him mentality wise even though 19 is basketball right it's competitive right it's a game try to win that game mm-hmm. i don't see him trying to win that game mm-hmm. you know you know he's 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 just you know uh, just like just, just happy, just think it's good enough to just like be okay yeah. and don't hurt anybody. It's like, dude, like no, go hurt somebody. Don't think about the last game or the games in the head. I want to see you out there, but like I don't want to lose. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen right. them go like, dude, we never. I'm taking five shots, you know. <laughs> after the game, like yo, I know we suck, but you know, I didn't want to lose, so I did both for five. You know, right. I rather have that. I rather have him be like, dude, I went over seven. You know, we we were scoring, so I just you know I I didn't want to lose, so I just started shooting the threes. You know, I was trying to be aggressive out there. Yeah. I'd rather have that than over five for no game, yeah. over ten. Be like, I missed ten shots in a row, but I don't want to lose. I want him on my team. Right, right. right. I want him because he's not trying to lose. He's not saying he's not scared of being embarrassed on the court. Right. He's just like, I'm in the game. And I'm trying to win the game. That's yeah. what I really want to see. Yeah, it shows. It shows when you're out there. Like you can right. tell the guys who are competing, you know, and right. really, really want it. It shows. So we just, yeah, we just want to see that because we know you have it. So we right. just want to see more of it. Um, the last thing I want to talk about uh, before we get to our next segment, um, 
Lowry marketing, man. Your boy. Told you about that boy. My boy, Lowry. My main man, Lowry. I mean. Uh, it, well, I visit the island once in a while. You you lived there. You had like a, a hotel suite. Yeah, man. I, I, I you know, ticket for a while. You know, it was it was like it was like um <laughs> it was like I was I was like the dot com boom. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like oh dot com. Yeah, I'm at all these baby. I'm at all that. You know what I'm saying? And it just exploded on me. My goodness, man. He has just been putrid, and he has just been sad. Anytime you're benched for a 14 year veteran, and it's the right move, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're like when he got benched, you were like, yeah, I, yeah, that's the move to do because you just look bad. This game was probably the worst game, and worse than the game that I've seen him not score in. Um, dude, he he just I don't I don't I guess he's discouraged because he's on the bench or whatever. But again, that's the reason. There's a reason you went to the bench, and I've never seen somebody just completely play themselves out of a contract like that, like. When people try to bring Bobby Portis to me, I was like, Bobby Portis got hurt. And that's that was Bobby Portis' issue. He got hurt. It wasn't that he wasn't balling, because he was. And then he, and then he got hurt, and, and it all changed. So that was his thing. Lowry is completely healthy. And he played well at the beginning of the season, and then he had his usual Lowry you know, injury. But then he came back and was looking fine, and, and then just, I mean, just disappeared from the face of the earth. Like, I didn't see him anymore. I didn't watch. I didn't know what was going on with him, man. He just went away. And now he just looks kind of lost out there. Like, he's just going through the motions and through the shuffle. Just watching him get bodied by cats is just like, come on. I mean, he got thrown to the floor last game. Like, I've watched the Grizzlies just put him on his ass. And he, he goes in hard, and then he goes up small. And he doesn't know what he's doing when he gets there. So he's like, well, I'm going to just shoot these threes. He was one of seven from the field goal from the uh, field last game and was one of six from three. You understand that? You understand how bad that is? Like it's bad enough. You stood out there and shot threes all day and took one field goal when you went to the bucket, but the only one that you scored was a three point shot that you were one of six on three points, three points. I think five rebounds and a couple of assists and five assists. Archie Diacono, who we mentioned again, played less minutes and had four points and four rebounds. <laughs> if that ain't telling me you trash right now, bro, you trash right now. I love you, Larry. You know I do, brother. But my goodness, this is horrible. This is horrific. And I, I am depressed. You have depressed me, man, because of, you've just been just horrible. Horrible. We got to get Coach Palantino on here, man. And, and, and talk to him about this because I know he thinks Lowry needs a change of scenery, and I, I'm like I think he needs a change of brain. Like this, this is I don't know what's going on with him, man. I just don't yeah. know. He's a uh, he's the opposite of being opposite. <laughs> I said the opposite of a dynamic player. He's a lazy officer player. Mm-hmm. He just wants to sit around the three point line and shoot threes. Any back to shake up threes. Mm-hmm. He wants to shoot contested threes. Just throw it up there. That's not as cool as it goes in, but that's not offense. You know. I mean, day you could sit at the three-point line and just get a, get a shot, get a pass from the vein, just throw it up there, right? Yes, I could. And then, and then score 15 points. Like, yeah, they, you know, we play a good. I mean, you got shots up, but that stuff in the playoffs, that don't that stuff is guarded, bro. Yeah, yeah, they, they, you know, they, yeah. that's regular season stuff. Like, that's why the playoffs are so good because you know good players who can get the shot off when you don't have to just 
you know, you don't rely on the shooting open threes or guys being lazy on defense. That's why, that's why you score 20 points. Good guys that were in guard from three point line. They were just right. lazy. That game. Right. You know, right. Right. That, right. That's, right. that's how he wants to get his points. He doesn't want to earn them in the paint. He doesn't want to get dirty and earn his points. And then that's frustrating because you see him at times had that mentality really, but it's, it's in there somewhere. And, and like I'm the, his numbers, like this is uh, one figures. Oh, you about to depress <laughs> me! You about to depress me now. One, right, two, on. zero, three, and one. <laughs> no, that's, that's not. Figures made in the last like five games. No, that's not computer code. One, and two, <laughs> zero. He's, he's, he's scored. He's like he has a binary average day. One right. zero. Oh my god! <laughs> Help me. Help me. This is ridiculous. <laughs> He's seven feet tall. How? How? Like you have seven attempts, six attempts, three attempts, four attempts, and four attempts. Because you're sitting in a three-point line, want people to give you easy shots all the time. Was, how about you earn your shots, bro? Yeah. Like, seven foot tall, make something happen. Yeah. You know, um, don't just throw up threes and think that's th- and think people are going to like you. That's not winning. Again, again, you, you can set that kind of uh, mentality a little bit from a 19-year-old rookie, but I want to see you want to win the game. Mm. And, and again, I don't see that. And and it's like it's, it's interesting because like in NBA in general, like the, the gap between the all-star and a regular player is so big. It is. It amazing is how big it is. It's amazing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's why that's why you have two all-stars on your team. It's just a big deal. Because like, it's not like there's very two players who are like in between. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you get those, those are rare, like Tobias Harris or something like that. You know, mm. like even he's rare. He's like, it's like, it's a so, the gap. So, like, the Bulls have a lot of people on the team who just not an all star, who never be all star. Even Cooper White, a good as he is, he'll never be an all star. Right. He's, he's one dimensional. He could be a good scorer off the bench and do the score and be high, high streak or whatnot. But being an all star, you got to be like twice as good as he is now. Yeah. You got to score, pass, shoot, and affect the team and start. <laughs> And he's nowhere near that. We have a lot of players on the team who are nowhere near an all-star. Yeah, it's true. And, okay, fine. But we need players who can do what – like, can't shoot. We don't have anybody who just consistently hit a jump shot. Just consistently. How you yeah. NBA, when you have – especially now you got a seven-foot center who just could draw double teams, but it's, it's pointless because – Who's going to hit the open shot? Just going to miss jump shots. Kobe right. just is going to miss jump shots unless Kobe gets on a hot streak. Like he did last so, game, yeah. yeah. Like the last game. Um, man, uh, they're large marketing. Um, back to him. That's well, yeah, just... He's supposed to be that guy, though, Dub, right? He's supposed to be that guy that hitting that open jump shot, creating his own shot that teams have to game plan for. That's what he's supposed to be. He's not supposed to be a role player. Like He's supposed to be the, your number two, your number three guy. He's, that's the one you depend on going in every game when they're identifying the players on the floor. They look at Lowry Martin like, okay, guys, we can't let him get off tonight or we can't let him do this tonight. They're not, he's not supposed to be the guy that's just like, hey, guys, what do you want me to do? You know, he's not supposed to be that dude. I, I wasn't open. That. I didn't get open shots, so I didn't need to score points because you, you guys didn't give me open threes. It's like, well, right. again, he wants to be he wants to win, but he wasn't, doesn't want to be the reason why you win. Mm. He's a role player. And it clearly, and if not, and Dave, you harped on it, and I've harped on it. A lot of fans have harped on this. If we just had a competent point guard, yes, this team would look way better. Yes, oh, <laughs> and that's almost an indictment, indictment on Eversley, um, 
in front offense in general because like at some point like there's, there's plenty of point guards better than Archie. Like, yeah, see, I don't think of. I don't think it's an indictment. I mean, they tried to get a point guard. But they like, tried, but like, but like, but like, I understand. Oh, we got you know Tomas and see how he goes. But it's almost like it's glaring. You know, when you're, yeah, when you're yeah, glaring, and yes. I, and I get, I get, it could be white. You know, you didn't know, so you wanted to try, right? But it's like, again, that's kind of you know, sucks to say this. And I'm sitting at home in my room watching TV as a fan. Right? Like that's your job, right? To do is to, to evaluate, it's to evaluate and figure out. But but I'm out. saying, haven't they done that? Like, haven't they evaluated and gone out yeah. here and tried to figure you know, that out, right? We're talking about both sides of the mouth, right? Because we said earlier in the season, this is the whole point of the season, right? So we complain about it now, but we did mention that it's the whole point is to have a season to evaluate talent, did give it a half the players, right? So right, right. basically, we are seeing exactly what we said we were going to see. The Vuce trade was great, but still, the evaluation process is still happening, yeah. And it just sucks watching it on, on a game to game, game, game basis, yeah. No, it sucks bad watching it and having to deal with it because you wanted a little bit better you know you didn't want you just didn't want losses to like the timberwolves is what right. i'm saying you know I what i mean that's be, what you didn't want if i got to lose to the jazz and the suns and the okay cool i get all that even the pacers people like that but you know i gotta lose to the literally the worst team in the league like in any conference like that's the loss you don't want you know what i'm saying yeah I that ain't what you want yeah after work and it, and it, and actually kind of want to watch the bulls Yesterday, right. I really didn't right. want to watch. I was like, I don't want to watch this team. It, it, it sucks. <laughs> like, they not for me. Can't do it no. today. All right. Well, let's go to our segment. Uh, let's go to our six-man segment. Let's bring in our guests for that. Uh, this segment is also is sponsored by the 80s Baby's new album, Unlearned, which you can listen to on all streaming platforms. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Follow him on Instagram at djackson82. Ladies and gentlemen, djackson. Just a little bit. You got to turn up your volume some. Just a tad bit. Yeah, give you some time. Wow, 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 wow. What we look like? A little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, you wait turn a little bit. Turn me up, turn me up, son. Think, turn me, I don't turn think you're on the microphone. You might be on your laptop uh, microphone. Yeah, you so. might be on your laptop, Mike. Get, getting that situated. Don't worry. This is a... So, while D, listen, while D's doing that, I, do, I did have a question for D. Because I'm sure you can hear me. I, I did have a question for him. Because it's like, you know, it's about 17 games left in the season. And I remember him at the beginning of the season, you know, promising that he would, you know, come on hot mic and talk to, you know, be on the show and talk to us and everything. And everybody's been on, you know, you know, Dub, Tone, you know what I'm saying? The brothers have been on, you know, but there's only one. There's only one guy, you know what I'm saying, who, you know, hasn't, you know, felt that, you know, it was worthy to give us, you know, $5. You know what I'm saying? Come on and just spew you know, whatever he wants to spew and say what he wants to say with us and everything. And, you know, time, I'm, just, I'm only bringing it up because time is ticking. That's the only <laughs> reason I'm, I'm, I'm saying it. And, you know, maybe he's waiting till the fourth quarter, you know, like all greats do to, uh, you know, be, pull out his Dame Lillard and, and show up. But, yeah, I was just wondering, you know, what, what was the holdup and, and what was the process of that? And that's that's the question I want to ask him when he gets his mic fixed yeah, and correct. No. No. <laughs> What do you maybe, situation maybe, maybe he's waiting for the playoffs, you know. Um, he's waiting for the <laughs> waiting for the Bulls to go to the playoff. But you think that's what it is? Like he he just believes the Bulls are gonna get that Tempsey. He, they're gonna go to the bubble <laughs> and then he's gonna show up. Like, you know, I just wanted to have faith in my team. I wonder I wonder if he I wonder if, if he's installed the app actually. Oh, the hot mic app? That's a good question yeah. too. But I I mean the alert every time Big Dave is on. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Well, you know that's you know literally every game. So yes, yeah, see, 
you know, so I don't think that makes it better that you know he gets an alert every time. Maybe it's hard to find us. And then you he know, still don't come on. Like, yeah, it's hard you know. to find a video. You know, maybe it should be on YouTube and Facebook. Maybe it should be. I think we should do that. I think we should find a way <laughs> to get our faces out on more on social media. I don't think they're on there enough. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm making videos and putting them on our ball sports page. Let's anybody get tuned in and, and get on TikTok somehow. Maybe get on TikTok somehow. <laughs> That's the next move for him, man. But yeah, but yeah, while D gets that together, um, check, check, check. Yeah, we hear you. You're good now, man. Good now? Yeah, you good. You good, sir. You good. Okay. All right. Let me let me say. Okay. What's up, fellas? What's up? It's so good. How you doing, D? Good to see you, brother. What's up, D? I would think that I've provided more for the culture than five dollars already. Mm. So I mm. already put in a little. You know, I got a little stock. Okay. In in the culture, but I don't know what culture has to do with your word. Bro, give me give me which give me a time and I'll come. I I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know like the, the the protocol, you know. I didn't know if y'all. Had- <laughs> I, I'm just in the chat room, and so <laughs> man, I don't know as far as just listening, he'll hit me with the see what had happened was like <laughs> like my savings and my checking. <laughs> okay, right, you know what I mean. But no, yeah, I didn't know if it was like a waiting to to get uh, on the show, or I didn't know the protocol. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, did you ask? I mean, I'm asking. <laughs> What's the protocol, bro? First of all, you know, hey, Dub, I know that Dave get tough with his arms out. Man, intimidating. Yeah, no, he do got the, the guns out. <laughs> Hey, it was warm in the room, man, and I sweat a lot, so I had to put the jersey on. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Okay, man. I mean, you know, I, you know, everybody got to, you know, trying to be like you, D. Trying to be like you, so I can move cars like you do, brother. Hey, bro. It's your strength I, and everything. I actually started working out again, so I'm getting my strength back. Oh, congratulations, man! I'm proud of you. you, know, I'm, sure yeah. you know, I'm sure it's gonna be great. <laughs> but yo, but yeah, let me uh, cause we talk, we we uh, we touched on a lot of topics actually before you got here. Um, but the main one I want to talk about because we haven't heard from you since it happened was the uh trade that the Bulls made uh when they acquired Vooch for Wendell Carter Jr. and uh Lionel Richie. So <laughs> what was your feelings on uh getting Vooch? Because I don't remember you being like a huge Vooch uh guy, but what what are your feelings since now that the trade has gone down and you know they about over over seven, eight games into it? Right. So I think it was a good trade, but I think that's going to be a let's get a training camp under our belt results trade, you know, because you can see out of the gate, they lost like three, four in a row or like four out of five, things like that. It's just meshing, honestly, but it's a good trade. You know what I'm saying? Vooch, he's a he's an all star, you know, even though I gave him a little uh, I roasted him a little bit for making it over D Rose. Well, that's how I am. He's going to get that. <laughs> but um, do it. I still stand. I, th- I applaud the Bulls for being aggressive for a change. You know what I'm saying? To For pulling the trigger and making a trade like that to get a proven player. I, when was the last time we went and grabbed a proven player? Seriously. I can tell you. Yeah. I can't tell you. It's been a long time. Like, I, just yeah. uh, went out. And grabbed, like, via trade. Was it Jalen Rose? Oh, it's been a while. Like, Dennis Rodman. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Jalen Rose was proven. No, was after. Ray, Ray Mercer. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was free agent. That was free agent. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Taylor Rose got traded for uh, Ron Artest. So they went mm-hmm. and got him. And I mean, you can argue 
Salmons or somebody. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, but um, you mean like somebody proven like a legitimate all-star, like a straight up name like that. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Bulls haven't done that in a while. So I applaud them for trying. You mm -hmm. know, if it don't pay off this year, because I know Zach's hurt right now, or well, sick, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so they might not be able to close the gap. They might get to 10 and play in game. But um, I applaud them for being aggressive, man, and, and doing what needs to be done. Because we we didn't look – we don't look bad this year, even before the trade. There were signs where I don't think we played up to our potential. And I think after the first 30, 40 games, we knew what we were. So we knew what we were, so we, we did something about it. And I applaud the Bulls for that, man, mm. for being aggressive. You know what I'm saying? So – and I think once we get a training camp under our belt, it it like you you'll see that Vooch and Zach dynamic, crazy. Even yeah. now, even Laurie, if we hold on to him, but mm -hmm. I'm really not mad at him being a six man. I'm I'm mad at him being on the team right now. Like that's that's as far as it's falling for for Larry marketing. <laughs> do you want from you, son? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> if I'm saying that, like. You know it's a problem, brother, because you know the you know the defense I had for Lowry Mark. You know the the uh Michael Jordan 89 defense I was playing for Lowry Marketing, man. Like I was defending my man's right there. But man, you gotta call it what it is sometimes. I thought you was gonna change your last name. Dang, brother. Nah. <laughs> like that. I mean, I I D Rose, like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. He's like, this is city, son. You know what I mean? It'll be, it'll be an honor. It'll be an honor, son. It'll be an honor. <laughs> okay. So, okay, you like the like the trade and everything, and that's that's good. Um, let I me think, ask you. I'm, I'm sorry, but I know I think we um, like I said, a training camp because we're gonna have to um, we're gonna have to run some stuff for him and through him. Yeah. Right yeah. now, he, he getting in where he fit in, and he actually he's starting to to get in, you know, form into shape with the team. But like when we start running stuff through him and for him, I think um, that one-two punch of him and Zach gonna look good. And you know I ain't been this ain't the tune I've been singing for the past couple of years. It is not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a gap that we still didn't. We got a glaring hole that we still didn't address. Which so, was gonna be my next question because the whole obvious, yeah, the obvious hole of point guard, which is uh we did not address and we did not get to. Now I know AK and uh, <laughs> Eversley tried. Um, to make a trade to get Lonzo Ball, it it, it was it, it been reported that nobody spoke more to the Pelicans during the trade deadline about Lonzo Ball than the Chicago Bulls. So they were trying to get it, but David Griffin just wanted way too much. And I trust AK in saying, "Yo, if if this dude is telling me he wanted too much to get something that I know we needed, then then he wanted too much." You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just gonna trust his word on that. Um, but let me deal with this right now before I ask you the real question I want to ask you which is Kobe and Sato, though. Um, who do you want starting right now for this short term with these 17 games left after watching what Kobe did yesterday and seeing what Sato has done uh, to this point? Because both of them, both of their skills have been showcased uh, in a couple of games since, you know, they started. As we saw Kobe yesterday, what, 28-5-5, and five, one turnover. Uh, Sato, when he first came in, starting with Booch, he was averaging, what, 14-7 in probably like three straight games. So he, he was doing well, but then he just fell off. Uh, is Kobe fell off too, which is why he went to the bench. So with these seventeen left, who are you? Do you want to just ride with at the start at the starting point guard position? Me personally, uh, my bad. The stuff in the background. Okay. But, um, two reasons why I think it should be Kobe. 
Uh, he's still young. We're still figuring out. Um, I mean, we know what he is, but the rest of the league don't necessarily know what he is. So we're still figuring out if he was going to roll with him for our future, but mm-hmm. he still looks really attractive to the rest of the league. Let's showcase him, you know, because we maybe can leverage him to get somebody, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's some teams that's probably really, really big on Kobe White. He's a top 10 pick, top five pick, wasn't he? Um, seven, top seven. Mm-hmm. Seven, top mm-hmm. seven pick. And he do have flashes, man. He do get buckets. You know, there's some teams that might just need somebody to get buckets. And uh, at this point, man, he's still finding his NBA self, too. We know what Sato is. You know what I'm saying? We know who he is. And he's serviceable. You know, mm-hmm. a great backup, probably. But if we're going to move, we know we not we don't want to move forward with him as our starting point guard. We know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, and uh, with Kobe, for multiple reasons, we don't necessarily know if we're done with him yet. And the league still looks at him pretty positive, too. So put him out there. Yeah. When you, when you think about him, put him, put him out there just because, you know, you have guys in starting lineup like, you know, Peter who shoots five shots in the, in the starting lineup. You can't have that. And especially since Sato, you know, it was okay because he scored points, right? Oh, okay. But now he's not scoring. So, like, wow, you're in the starting lineup. Kobe can fill that gap in, you know, um, scoring-wise if he gets hot. You, you lose ball movement, but what you feel about him just take this sort of like uh, filling that gap, that the scoring gap that P-Dub and Sato's not giving you. Right. And that's, that's another thing too, but he can do that with the second unit. He probably can do it even more, but what do you suppose like Pete Patrick being in the second unit? No, just, just, just in general, having, um, having white in the starting lineup. Um, it just, it, it just right now it's, it's, it's fluid. And I, I have a problem starting him again because the one after his last game, he's his confidence. I'm pretty sure is up. It's high now, right? It's higher. And Sato, of course, now he's hurt or whatever, but his scoring dropped, right? So you got Sato not scoring, and you have a a, a small forward slash power forward who shoots five shots a game. You start a lineup, right? You know, you need scoring. So if Peter doesn't do anything, and then Sato's falling off, it has to come from somewhere in the starting lineup. And well, maybe maybe right now, you know, White in starting lineup makes sense. I understand uh, logically going there. P Dub, like he nece- like naturally, his shots are gonna go down. He's the type of dude that can create his own shot, but he would thrive with a playmaker, you know. So even with, you know, what I'm saying even with Kobe in the lineup, man, he ain't he ain't making plays for nobody. You know, <laughs> and he he he's a threat offensively somewhat and everything, but he's kind of one dimensional. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be three-dimensional when you a legit starting point guard. You got to be a threat to pass, shoot, dribble every time you got the ball. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of one-dimensional. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I guess dribble, shoot. And he ain't really set nobody up. So, I don't know if that's going to really affect Pat like that, man. Like, get him – I don't know, Dub. Like, I naturally, yeah, he put up points and we missed some points in the starting lineup. So, I think that might work. But, like, I don't think it solves our problem. Yeah, they they both lack right. You know, like you said, White has issues, but then also of course Sato has issues, right? He's you know, that's fast. You know, he doesn't score consistently, but yeah, he gets people involved. So like you know, we all trying to combine Sato and White into one player, <laughs> but we just can't merge them together. It doesn't happen. So you kind of like Billy Dobbin to just roll with what's work was you know it's fluid. You know, if Sato's not playing well, then okay, fine, put White in. Then until White starts sucking, Either, with them both in the lineup, you're gonna have you're going to see something sort of like, you know, missing in a strong lineup, whether it's passing or, or scoring. So they both, you know, um, are going to have holes in the game and present problems in a strong lineup, but they both bring in what they do well. 
you know, unfortunately, you know, they're just not great enough to uh, to be a pure starting point guard and affect the team in that way. But, you know, hey, if um, like I think Dave and I both both agree, you know, one thing like you like have a white starting lineup is because you know now if white gets hot. I mean, he's shown he could he's proven he could do this. You could have potentially three your starting lineup have you know who dropped twenty five points easily in the game, you know, with Vooch, Levine at some point because White can get on the roll and maybe he hasn't done yet we yet the season maybe this maybe towards the end of the season he he could find sort of his scoring rhythm and get on these streets where he scores twenty points a game and shoots well from the field. He, and uh, the pick and roll, he get, he get more upper shots when the pick and roll with Vooch uh, on his own. But no, he get yeah. he can be, be Brandon Jennings box, man. <laughs> oh man, Brandon. Je- <laughs> 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 that's that's he not a good vibe. <laughs> Brandon Jennings vibe, man. We gotta Bulls ain't do enough to get Lonzo, man. You don't think so? Nah, they should have offered Khalil Mack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. And I, and I think. But D, I also think, like, at the same time, AK is like, well, why do I – also, at the end, why do I have to give you all this when he's just about to be a restricted free agent anyway? Like, I can get him going into the offseason if we, you know, really want him and we want to have him on the team. But that I'm glad you said that because that honestly leads me into the next question I had because Dub said something to me that was really, really interesting uh, about Lonzo, and I'll, I'll let him say it. But let me ask you first, D, do you think – getting Lonzo Ball, does that move the needle for the Bulls? Lonzo Ball plus a training camp with our core? Yes. That would that would compete for a home court advantage in the playoffs. That would get us four or five seed if we play to our potential. Mm-hmm. We got two legit all-stars. We got a legit point guard. That's, a, in my opinion, an elite defender who got size, who play smart and gets everybody involved. And honestly, if we can do that and keep Kobe and have Kobe as a microwave off the bench and like, dude, that's you one dimensional, but if you come in with that second unit, just do what you do. Just mm-hmm. put up buckets, get us some buckets. And we got a floor general out there. Yeah, man, we got a legit post presence. We got a dynamic star who got a, who can literally get a shot on anybody with Zach, you know what I'm saying? And we got a, a facilitator that plays great defense and he's big enough to guard the best guard, whether it's a point guard or a two guard, you know what I'm saying? Um, that looked good to me. Mm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I like what he said, like the four or five seed in the East. Mm. Hmm. I, and my argument, I'm going to say argument, but when I start thinking about that, about Alonzo, I'm like, I think Arturis and Eversley, they think bigger, you know, four or five seed. I think it's supposed to. It, Right, I, so I don't think they're, they're going to get. That's why they didn't give a ball because I think they know that ball. Not, you know, like you said, they'd be a legit playoff team, first round. No, you know, whatever. But that's that a championship team, and I think they want a championship team, and they don't get money to somebody with this next you know, player they're going to acquire. It's going to have to be a bigger splash than Lonzo. I think this team when they want to win the championship, I don't think they're happy with just settling with Lonzo and be a fifth seed. You know, for the next five years, whatever. Um, I think, I think, I think, I think they won Lonzo, but if he's too high a price, I think, you know, I, I, I think I, I'm still wishing De'Aaron Fox come to come to the Bulls. I think they're thinking big and given the fact they got Vooch, I think anything can happen. That's, uh, you know, um, so I, I think they, they would like Lonzo, but if he's cost too much, I think they, they're thinking bigger. I think they want to acquire even a better talent 
um, than Lonzo to get the team better than the five seed. I hear you. Is is De'Aaron Fox is a better individual talent? We can argue. Well, he's a better scorer. I don't know if he makes us better as a team if we had Lonzo. I don't know with the personnel that we got right now. Lonzo might fit better. No, I don't. I've seen uh, Dave remember this. We watched the Washington tournament. And De'Aaron Fox was one against Lonzo. Lonzo quit. De'Aaron won to win. I want that. <laughs> and and shout out to Lonzo. Lonzo has got it better. He's approved the free throw shooting weight. Yeah, he's he's awesome whatever. Season. Yeah. Awesome season. I'm not saying the guy that's not good does one play. He's, I just think, I think De'Aaron's, you know, overall, I think the better player. Yeah. And, and I know that he wants to win. He had a way better team in that game. He had Malik Monk. He had somebody. I don't care. I saw effort. D. Yeah, I saw a player. I saw. I saw. I saw a player who's like, I want to win the basketball game. Another player didn't give a shit about winning the game. He just wanted to get paid to go to the NBA. But don't, let me and let me, that's let, me ask you though, let me ask you this about De'Aaron Fox because don't you think that it would kind of you kind of already kind of have a De'Aaron Fox in in a Zach Levine? De'Aaron is a willing passer though. I think I think De'Aaron's type of player, and I. I it's funny. I, I, I don't. I, I think De'Aaron has shown that when he has to score, he will score. When he has to pass, he'll facilitate. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron, like I said, this watched him play in the NBA and in college. He's shown that he just, he'll just do whatever to do to win, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to win the game, and we saw that. I saw that. I see him in the NBA. I see that in him. I saw that in college. So, if Levine's, you know, Levine's the more pure shooter. I'm, sh- I'm sure, right? You know, the fine. Take your twenty shots a game, whatever. I'm gonna get the other everyone that's involved. And when you're not going, I can get my offense going, and I could potentially drop forty points. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, like I got now I got dogs, right? I got three dudes in my lineup who I know who wants to win the game, and I have a guy who can facilitate, and I know he will do whatever it takes to win the game and get other players involved. And it's that bad on defense as, as well. And he makes winning plays. And and it's not to say I hate ball. I mean, I, 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 it's approved every year. I mean, but I do have the issue, kind of weird. Like you get you got you on that team and you can't fit in. <laughs> like, should they want should you want to be on that team in the, in the Pelicans? Like, shouldn't y'all be thriving with you as a starting point guard? Like, what's what's, what's missing right there? And then Stan Van know. Gundy. That's that's <laughs> that's it, it. well, well, of course, of course it's Stan's ball, you know, go, whatever. Go ahead, D. I think the problem with with De'Aaron Fox is you got too many alphas that's not top-tier alphas. Mm. If you got three alphas on a team like Brooklyn and they all just immaculate, then talent going to win all the time. Mm-hmm. If you got like like Zach, Vooch, these, these are like stars but not superstars. And De'Aaron Fox would be stars too. We, there's too many like Jimmy Butler-type alphas on the team. No, don't don't turn to Jimmy. Because look, here's the, here's the issue with that. Here's the issue with that. Here's the issue with that. That's great. And hold then hold, hold, only... hold up, dude. I want, I want, let me okay. finish the point. Let me finish. I'm talking about that tier. I ain't talking about like necessarily game type. I'm talking about that tier. So like that ain't. I don't know if that's gonna work. You know what I'm saying? But if you got like like the Heat, you got D-Wade, LeBron, and Chris Bosh. That's it's, it's just too good not to work. Brooklyn too too good not to work. This is um. If De'Aaron Fox come, it's gonna we'll be mar- marginally better. Like we'll be a playoff team. I could be wrong. But yeah, real, real quick, before I give it, to, are you yeah. saying that like, because when you say Bosh, Wade, and and LeBron, are you saying that like those guys work because they know their role and they know exactly where they fit and when to, you know, just say I'm not going to be the alpha today. 
that and like okay usually a bunch of alphas on the same squad may not work together but when you like the best at your position you know at the time Bosch was the best power forward he the, his last year he was uh, mm. 26 and 12 coming out of Toronto he won the best brother he was in good. the league you say at that time in, in the NBA in the NBA like when Dirk, when Dirk and Tim Duncan was playing yeah, he was. He was and Kevin Garnett, like 2010, 2011. He numbers wise, he was probably the best. But Dirk, like, when they're like, if he was top, he was definitely top two, top three. Like, I, when they're like Dirk, if, okay, all right, go ahead. D. Twenty six and twelve. Okay. Okay. And D, and D Wade was the best shooting guard, not named Kobe. And LeBron is LeBron. Yeah, I'll, I'll argue that. Go ahead, go ahead. But, but that's my point. Like, there's only so many superstars in the league. There's <laughs> only one LeBron. There's only like literally five superstars in the league. And and so like when I go like and we all know, like, you know, Detroit Pistons, AV player was top two in their position or whatever like that. So you can prove you could win that way. Even with uh Toronto, they, they yeah, they had Kawhi, but they also had a lot of very, 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 very good players at the position, which is why they wanna, you know, they won. So you can only deal with what's out get acquired what's out there. And Lonzo is out there to be acquired, fine. But another option is the Fox and other players, whatnot. There's only one, one Dwayne Wade. There's only one, you know, LeBron James and Durant. They'll top, you know, so they're, they're not out there. So if you ask me to choose between De'Aaron, some other players, and Lonzo, and you want to get close to winning more, you know, I choose, you know, the De'Aaron route. Um, I just don't know if you get Lonzo, what move you're making to become a championship team. It's hard to win a championship. You don't have a, a top five player. On the Bulls, it just it's just hard. So that's why it's only one one champion. It's only like fast superstars in the league because they're hard to get. And and if you're telling me my choice is De'Aaron and Lonzo, I think you move to Nino more with uh that's with uh, Lonzo uh, with uh, De'Aaron. But again, we're begging, we're hoping. Um, you know, LeBron James not coming to the Bulls. <laughs> uh, uh, but you know, if I could build a team where it's just top players. Versatile players and players who want to win at key positions. I rather I, I, I want that, and that's a rule. I think we have to go down. That's why we got Vooch. Vooch is now like a. I called I, David. I called Vooch what heavy a heavy Tim Duncan. That's why I called him. You know, he's not Tim Duncan, but he's a heavier version of Tim Duncan. He's just slower than Tim Duncan. He just does Tim Duncan stuff. He's not Tim Duncan, but he's a All Star. Levine, we know what kind of cheer he is. All Star, billion All Star player, very good. You know, um, De'Aaron Fox is very, 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 very good. Um, that's where you have to go around. And I think the team, once you get that, I think we need some players who are specialized in, in positions like shooting. We need somebody who could shoot a freaking jump shot and hit it on a regular basis. Go ahead, D. Go ahead, D. Well, that's where I was going too. But Tim Duncan, yeah. Uh, more like Ronnie Cycli. Oh, no, no way. No way. He is not a Ronnie Cycli. Come on. Oh, my God. You can drop that name. That's great. But wow. Dude, Dave, Paul, you know what? You know what? Cut his mic off. Cut his mic off. Yo, he didn't even believe that when he said it. <laughs> Ronnie Cycli. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> That's love, love, D. <laughs> that's, that's tough, D. That's tough work, brother. That's tough work. But um, so like, like you said, you got to take off what's available. So De'Aaron Fox will probably more than likely cost more than Lonzo. You know, um, I think with the personnel we got, with the core, Lonzo and a knockdown shooter makes us better than De'Aaron Fox. And even De'Aaron Fox with a knockdown shooter, somebody who gonna find that knockdown shooter 
and facilitate and, and work to Zach's strengths, Vooch's, his strengths and everything. The question is, where are we going to get the knockdown shooter? If, mm. Lonzo, if Lonzo is gettable and we got like a like knockdown Cal Corver type, you know what I'm saying? It's not a lot of those in the league. I mean, it's a bunch of specialists out there. There's, sure. there's somebody in Orlando right now who won dunk contest, who shoot threes, and he's sitting in Orlando doing nothing. Who is this? Uh, my man, uh, Terrence Ross. Who you talking Terrence about? Ross. <laughs> oh, Terrence Ross. He just had Orlando. Like, why are you in Orlando? You know, like, I know he got paid. I forgot his contract, what he got, but like, it's like, he's a, he's a scorer. I want a shooter. Yeah. He's like, uh, uh, no, no, no. He's saying, like, when, when you're double team, I kick it out. You're spot up. You're shooting. That's that's your job. Like, Joe Harris, like JJ Reddick. Yeah. You know, I, no, I, I agree. Like, we all, we don't, we, yeah. of course, Paxson and Kerr. Yeah. We need those guys in the team. I think, yeah, those. We definitely yeah. don't have none of that. But I, I, but you know what? Yeah, I, I get the point taken that I, I'll take Ross over anybody right now shooting a three point shot. Yeah, that's it's kind of right. <laughs> yeah, but who you? But yeah, he's right though. Like I can like this team doesn't have that. Like, oh man, he's on the double. Let me kick it out. He's gonna shoot that, and I feel really good that this shot is going in because yeah, this he, is what he does. You know, what I'm you saying? have Vooch, right? Vooch is a winning passer, but he now he's on the team now. You can get double team all you want to. Right. Peter is shooting one shot. You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Tomas is, sh- is shooting bricks. <laughs> and Larry Marketing is is I don't know what he's doing, you know. Uh-huh. So like so you have it, you have you have the right piece to do that, right? So like any kind of decent shooter, yeah. even Terry Brock Terry Ross's level, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like will it would benefit the team just having Vooch and be able to draw a double team. He could draw he you need to double team this guy. You have to double team him. Yeah. And man, having the shooter to knock down a shot would just like yeah. yeah. I, I'm with I'm with Dito on that. Like I just want somebody that's all they're known for. Like mm-hmm. I, I know you're right. You, it's good to have other players that can do multiple things and can shoot a three. Like that's cool. Like that's awesome. But I I would love a guy like like that's when he come on the court, he he's solid defensively. And he hits threes. Like mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. That's all I need. Like, you know, it's just like you know what like you're getting. Said, you know what you're getting. Yeah, I know exactly what I'm getting. And I know you can't, you cannot double team it because even if, if it's a guy that's a threat to do other things, you you will still cheat. You know what I'm saying? You'll still be like, well, you know, I can cheat off of him a little bit because you know he might not be hot today. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if a shooter is hot or not that day. You can't leave him ever. Like, there's nothing you can do. Like you can't just say, well, he's gonna pump fake and cut to the bucket, you know, and try to cross over, get to the line. No, he get that ball to three, it's going up. Period. That's what's going to happen, and it's going in most of the time. So, yeah, I agree. I agree with you, D, on on that, man, because that would definitely improve Vooch's game and you know his assist numbers and guys like you know Zach Levine and make it easier for him. Like, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. That's honest. That gives Zach and Vooch more space to work. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and again, we don't have that. <laughs> like, we just do not. <laughs> have that at all um Dean we talked you touched on Patrick Williams for a second um because we see him and we and we know the skills he's had we've, we've had you on here talking about it calling you know saying his game was very comparable to, to guys like Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. um what do you think it is that we just kind of seen him just take a back seat to to this team and you not not just be as aggressive as we know he can be yeah, I think um, a couple things. Rookie wall, one. Everybody hit the rookie wall, unless you're MJ. Fact. You rose them to hit the wall. But yeah. Fact. But um, the rookie wall, and I think there's too many moving parts, man. 
too many moving parts, you know, people in and out of the lineup, you know, whether it was Wendell at first and whether it was Laurie and things like that. Then he got new dominant player on the team too. So I don't know if he ever got a chance to get comfortable, you mm-hmm. know, and if you're in the NBA and you're a dynamic player, you're supposed to adjust on the fly, but he's still 19, still not the most confident and things like that, you know, and it's just too many, too many moving parts, too many adjustments you have to make. I think a, a, a real training camp, he didn't have a training camp either. Yeah, it's a good point. So it's a very good point. A real training camp um, to get the mesh and gel with this team too. Hopefully, you know, he showed flashes that he's worth the investment. At least now he's worth at least another year or two to, yeah. you know, but that's what I can attribute to. Hopefully it ain't nothing else like confidence or things like that. But, you know, he got, you know, Zach emerged as an all-star. So he's more of an alpha. He got another legit all-star with Booch. Mm-hmm. No consistency with the lineup and things like that. As far as like point guard and front court mate, you know, with his Laurie Wendell and things like that. So mm. yeah, that's in, that's that's yeah, that's a good point. I didn't look at it like that. You're right. Um, when you're a young player, you know, having that consistency of a player around you, unless you know, like you said, you're that superstar guy coming out, like you know, Mike or Magic or uh, LeBron or uh, or uh, Derrick Rose. Like when you're that, those kind of guys coming out. Or, or even uh, LaMelo Ball. Like, or when you're those kind of guys coming out and you just, it doesn't matter who's around you because you just, you know, you're ready to go. But some guys, a lot of young guys need that consistency, you know, and need that that guide with them to, you know, help their game. You're right. Uh, you're right. And and the fact, you're right. even better point, he did, he did not have a training camp. That is absolutely true. There was no summer league. Like, you're absolutely right. He didn't have time to develop those things. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. So you, you're preaching more, uh, patience than anything with, with this. Am I right? With him, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think with, if anything, yeah, there's practice time for him. And, and and what he's showing you, I mean, it's in the face. He needs people to make plays for him more than we probably thought yeah. right now. And and you're right, being a practice and having a point guard will help out a lot. You mentioned the other good point. Like he needs, he's a cutter, slasher guy. He needs a, you know, some, uh, some players who maybe a point guard to set him up more. But um, I I I, I, we, we, I want him to be a player. I think we all want want him to be a player where he can go get it. But like Lowry, see, and and I go, I, I kind of argue a little, argue a little bit against what you guys said because, like, generally when players don't play well, we always go, "I think you need you need playing time." You know, you're starting twenty minutes a game and you're starting in the NBA, playing playing time, putting the opportunity. And right now we're just saying. When we saw Lowry, we see players, see players kind of who they are. He's 19, I get it. Mm-hmm. But even Billy Donovan after the game, he's just a player that that's not going to go get his. And he needs people around him to get him involved in the offense. Um, I hope that would change, but you're watching the game, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. He needs people to give him the ball and be in a good position to score. Or he yeah. wants somebody to do it for him. And you know, so. I hope that changes going forward. I hope he's a guy that wants to go get his own. But right now it's looking like he's not that he's not that dude, you know, very good player, <laughs> but not that I'm gonna get my own kind of thing. And yeah. So fortunately from having Lonzo more than him. Who would benefit from that more than him? It's mm, a good point. I, I heard uh John Savon yesterday said something like that too. Cause uh, you know, I always say great point guards are move thinking. That's what they do. You don't have to think they'll they'll think for you, you just have to react. And John was like, you know, maybe he needs that guy that 
when he goes up and he's running the break with a point guard, the point guard just throws him the alley-oop. He doesn't think about throwing it to him. He doesn't worry if he's in the right position. No, it's going up and it's going to be in the right place and you're going to have to be there or it's going to be a turnover. So he was like, that's removing a thinking because you don't have time to think, oh, am I taking off on the right foot? Did I run the right lane? No, oh no, the ball's up. I need to go get it. Like, boom, I have to think like that. So, and because with his IQ too, because I, I think we all agree, especially coming out, he's at a pretty high IQ. Mm-hmm. Probably thinking I'm in the right spot, but we ain't got a playmaker to automatically get it to him in the right spot. So like you said, it's, my, it's second nature to go up for the oop when you got a playmaker, no, that's the right thing to do. <laughs> yes, yes. You question your playmakers around you. That's, that's a great that's point. Another thing too, when you know, like, okay, d- d- based on this play, I'm a flare cut out, and I know Jason Kidd gonna get it to me because he know where the ball gonna be. Yep. You know? Or I'm a back door and throw the oop because I know magic, just no basketball. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly that's exactly who Billy Donovan says he is after every game. They ask him all the time, uh, you know, what do you think about why you know so many shots? And Billy would say, Bill would just say he just. He, he makes the side of play. He makes the basketball play, guys. He, he's – I'm not worried, but he just – he's playing basketball out there. He's making the right screen. Mm-hmm. And, and and to your point, D, that's what he's saying. Like, if he had a great – like we were saying, if he had a, a point guard, he'll make the play – the right play for the point guard and be open for the cut. You know, he'll see the pass. It's just that him getting his own offense is not something he'll do. But he's a wonderful player to have on your team. For this, especially if you have a good point guard, because he will make the right play and and yeah. be in the right position to make it to, uh, to get easy assists for his point guard. But yeah, so he needs that guy. He just he's just not a kind of go get my own shot guy. He's right now, um, yeah. not, not right now, but definitely. We can imagine that AK would listen to this pod. <laughs> Who's like? I mean, we already said two people. We think. Who's like three to five people that realistically we can get this summer? Oh, three to five. That's I gotta put thought into that. Um I think when Malcolm Brogdon was mentioned, uh I can't remember before, but he he was kind of mentioned, which is always see always saw him as a backup, even though when he was starting, he was averaging like 21. Like yeah. I got that, but I always saw him as a backup because he was injured all the time. Like he just he just gets hurt a lot. So that's why I always saw him coming off your bench. But he's good. Like Malcolm Brown is is, is definitely one of those point guards who, who's a good one. To me, he's more of a two. But, okay, fair. Yeah. I, fair. One guy, he mentioned a name to me uh, last week. I've never been a huge fan of this guy, but he's not available, but we can probably package um, Colin Sexton. Um, I'm not a huge fan, but what y'all think? Uh, mm. Point guard? For point guard? He's PG for Cleveland, right? Yeah. No, he's not. Uh, their point guard is uh, Darius Garland. Okay. He's a scorer. Garland runs the point. Yeah, he, that dude Sexton. is a scorer. Sexton likes to score. Yeah, that's that's take a lot of shots. Take a lot of shots. Yeah, the young bull. D just don't like him because he don't like the you know the dookie braid he got hanging in the back. (laughs) I can tell you. What are you trying to prove with that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, as far as point guards, is Dan Woody gonna be level? I mean, he may be damaged, but he's Spence. Well, yeah, I think Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be. uh, Gotta see what he looks but he's got a, he's got a player option, but he he's yeah. a, he's a guy that can be out there. Uh, just looking at the list, um, you got got like Dennis Smith Jr. who'll be a restricted free agent. You got Patrick Mills. You got Dennis Schroeder who turned down the contract with you know extension with the Lakers to become a free agent. Play with with Donovan, right? Yeah, um, Kyle Kyle Lowry. Like, how would you feel about Kyle Lowry uh, doing it? 
Uh, I mean, he'll be 37 next year. Nah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, he'll be 37? Really? He's that old? He, he, he's up there. He's up wow. there. Uh, Mike Conley will be unrestricted free agent, but he's also an older guard. Like, like he's 35. Also, I think he's 35. Yeah, yeah. he's also older. But yeah, like I said, uh, Patrick Mills, Dante Exum. Uh, but I think honestly, it all comes back around to what uh, D Rose, I mean, what D Jackson has wanted the whole entire time, and uh, that's D Rose. And because D Rose will be unrestricted, uh, free agent at that time. So, D, would, would you want D Rose back here? Because we just talked about the older guards you didn't want. D Rose is definitely be an older guard, uh, coming in. Here. No, he's not that old, is he 30? I said older. I didn't say older. Okay. I said older. Which, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. He's 32. He'll be 33 in October. Start of the season. <laughs> Social security number. <laughs> Favorite <laughs> food. <laughs> Nickname Pooh. <laughs> but, but yeah, but go ahead. Bonafide score two guard, Zach. Bonafide post player. D Rose at the point guard. And if we brought a a bona fide shooter like a Cal Corver, like we had when we were at our best D Rose and Bulls days here in the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. How how would you feel about because Dub and I mentioned this guy too, uh Devontae Graham uh from Charlotte. He'll he'll definitely be a free agent and we just have always liked his game. How how would you feel about Devontae Graham? Um I don't know, honestly. Okay. What's the hold up on him? See, Devontae Graham ain't special at no area to me. Mm. You know, like, not, like nothing is jumps off the paper, like with me. But he's he's good. But he's 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 good, like above average at a few things. But he ain't special at nothing. Right, right. right. I can see that. Okay. No, that's he, a good what, point. What about um Keith Murray over there? Because you know Melo taking that full time spot over there in Charlotte. Keith Murray. <laughs> he looked like Keith Murray. Who? Came from Boston. He's talking about uh, Ro- um, yeah, Rosier. Rosier, Terry, Terry Rosier. <laughs> Keith Murray. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> well, it's funny because these guys are logical. Be- the comical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I've, I've never been a big Terry Rosier guy. I, I like him. He cool, but he just always seemed to me like. I, he thinks he's better than what he is, and right. like that's how kind of how he plays. Like if he scores thirty five, he's he'll be like, "See, now let me shoot thirty shots a game." You know what I'm saying? Like because I done already proved it, <laughs> and then you know your team ain't winning. Like he doesn't move the needle for me um, when I when I see his game. What's, what's hurt is that all these guys are better than what we have. Yes, we know that. Yes. We know that. We know that it affects. Yes, how you move forward and acquire the players going forward, though. So it's like, yeah. It's uh, but you know my guy is gonna be available too, and he's older. But my man Ish Smith, I've been wanting oh, Ish Smith for years. <laughs> Never tell you this. I've been is, wanting is, him for years. Is this your Kenny Williams? Uh, the Kenny Williams trade? Yeah, Kenny, this, Kenny, this, Kenny Williams. It's my Tony Larusa. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, I've been wanting him since Detroit, bro. Not to start. I just wanted him off the bench, dude. I just thought he would be dope with us, man. But it, it probably won't happen. But again, I trust AK. I trust Mark Eversley and whatever they want to do. One but we look at in the summer that nobody looking at. Who's um, it? Portland, when they get knocked out the first or second round, it's mm-hmm. going to happen. They, this is probably the last year they're going to blow it up. There's been some rumors. Okay. Why are you singing here, Doug? Bro, if we got Lonzo. No. 
No, we no, 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 because I love CJ McCollum. I love CJ McCollum. I've been, I've been, I hate the fact that he he looked like him. So of course he. I I hate the fact that this is this this is happen sooner. Blowing up that team, so we acquired to them because that's what I'm checking. Man, I wish it happened earlier. Yeah, he needs to get the frick off. I wish he just go to Milwaukee. Yeah, C. McCollum. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I would love C. J. But oh my god, I do D. Low key, Dante X him a little bit too. Like, like <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, just a little. Not like McCollum though. <laughs> I like McCollum. Like McCollum is dumb all day. No, like that's. I'll take I'll take McCollum over that. Drop forty five points in the game. I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> Shoot, 60. McCullum will get in, yeah. bro. McCullum is serious. Oh, yeah. dude. I, yeah. The, uh, the, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think, I don't think this Lonzo, I really don't think they get Lonzo. I don't know what, the, I, I, I hope they do break up Portland because uh, CJ McCullum. The thing about CJ McCullum is that I heard him in several interviews, of course. Players say this all the time, but he wants to stay in Portland. His wife and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, Portland is my team. You know, we love you here. I don't go anywhere. I heard him podcast say this forever. And I'm like, dude, get the hell out of Portland. Go somewhere to play. So, but sometimes you don't have a choice, right? So, but a lot of teams, a lot of suitors out there for CJ McCullough. Yeah. A lot. You didn't big uh, chip because, I mean, they're not dealing Dame unless Dame say him leaving. After, right. But I think yeah. four years left. So, CJ is the, that's the biggest chip they got. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Man. They are going to break it up and they want some high draft picks or whatever, you know. Mm. That's, that's, that's I just see him going to a different team to win the championship more. I, I'm not saying that he won't be – he won't see Bulls being good with him. I just see him being like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to this team to get give me a chip. Yeah. Um, I can see it. Like, how tall is he? 6'3"? Okay. No, I, I thought he was doing something. That, maybe I'm wrong. 6'4"? I don't think he's 6'5". I, I have to look that up. See what McCullough means. You should know, Dub. That's your dude. Hey. Yeah, I know I should know. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what it is. She yeah. got <laughs> CJ, CJ McCollum on uh Philly would be over. On any team. Oh, oh Philly? Oh my god. It's, yeah, that's Dub, a wrap. Dub is right. He is 6'3. Six, 6'3. Three. Six, three. Yep. Okay, but if you got question me, Dave. I don't question you about you, brother. I'm sorry. I question <laughs> you, you about you. You, you, you think sorry. I'm on my own height? Come I'm on, man. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm apologize. That's on me. If you got a six ten point guard who can guard anybody. You you could be six three at a shooting guard in Philly. Yeah, and be monstrous. You're right. He he will instantly elevate any one of those teams to a championship contender. Bro, Philly, if you got Ben Simmons, CJ McCullough, um, uh, Tobias Harris, and, and, and the MVP probably that's a wrap for years. MVP, yeah, they were right. Brooklyn to run for their money. Okay, it'd be interesting. I gotta stop stop it there. Um, we got we gonna wrap this up. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for joining and enjoying this uh, wonderful conversation. Uh, you can check out Ball Sports all over social media. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Follow Dove at Ball Sports One and get this show on any single streaming platform that you get your podcast on, wherever you listen to it, however you listen to it. We are there. And also check us out on YouTube and see all the wonderfulness we got going on on that. Yeah. Yes, check us out on ballsports.com, BWSports.com. Uh, starting to work on the new website for ballsports.com. Um, get that going. Uh, also, um, like Dave said, we're on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Hit that bell. There you go. I said yeah, it. I said it. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. Uh, as we said before, follow our guy D Jackson 
at djackson82 on Twitter and on Instagram. And check out his brand new album with Tall Black Guy. They formed the 80s Babies, and the album is called Unlearned, one of the best hip-hop projects of 2020. It's on any streaming platform that you got. (laughs) He says ever. Yes. Yes, we'll roll with ever. We bounce. Peace and love to DMX. Yeah, man, for real. Yeah. Peace and love to DMX, man. On behalf of D. Jackson, on behalf of C-Dub, I'm Big Dave. Y'all be cool. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be mellow. Y'all those cool things. We out. Peace. Bow.